Hi guys, just a quick one before we start this episode. I want to say a massive thank you to everyone that has already subscribed to our channel. Don't forget we'll be doing another giveaway at 100 YouTube subscribers. Head on over to our Twitter and Instagram, give us a follow and make sure to keep an eye on our feed. I'll put the links in the descriptions below. Hello and welcome to the 5.11 podcast, I'm Ben. And I'm Alice and on today's episode we'll be rating transfer rumours from hot to not. So Covid might have affected football on the pitch but it certainly hasn't affected it off the pitch with transfer rumours still flying. So should we jump straight into the first one Ben? Yeah, go for it. So first on our list is Adam Traore who's currently at Wolves. He's been linked with a move away to City, though, in the summer transfer window. What's your thoughts on that? This is a tricky one because, obviously, it's going from a Premier League team to another Premier League team. So, the interest for trial race front will be definitely there because there's no doubt that City is an upgrade from Wolves. Is it the best fit for City? I don't know because they have got an abundance of wingers at the moment. And I think... The style of wingers that they've got at the moment is a bit more classy on the ball than a, than what Triore offers, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think for, uh, City have a philosophy um, at the moment. I'm not, I can't see Adama fitting into that. He's a very physical player that obviously will add a different dimension to City. Yeah. But they're kind of... What they have at the moment is everyone's a flair player, isn't they? They're very... Um, they're agile, like Mares, like Sterling. They're all very similar players. And to bring someone in like Adam Traore, I just think it's kind of going against their transfer policy, really, isn't it? Of the types of players yeah, they're bringing in. A player like Traore as well is has thrived this season because they've been giving him the ball. When you're playing for a better team like City, you don't want your players to be running through someone like Traore when you've definitely got players that are better. For example, you've got your De Bruyne's, you've got, I don't know if David Silva's going to be there next year, but we'll say David Silva. Uh, you Bernardo know, Silva as yeah, well. So yep. They've got abundance of players who are better on the ball. While Traore is better when when he's got the ball and he's doing it all himself, if you know what I mean. Yeah, let's not forget that he's only really come into his own this season. Um, I don't know if you remember him at Middlesbrough, but his final ball was absolutely atrocious, wasn't it? Yeah, he's um, a very pacey and direct. Player, yeah, and it's it? only just over the last season or so that he's actually worked on his final ball. So to kind of uh, get that big move when you've only been doing it really for one season at the top level, I think is not only asking a lot of Traore, but it's putting a lot of faith in it in him and when you're a team like City you can't really be taking those risks you know no I know what you mean so I, I personally think a team like Wolves is the perfect place for him to develop into a complete player to start off with because he definitely had the ability when he was at a team like uh, he started his career at Barca didn't yeah. he and then he went to some little clubs like Middlesbrough and Villa I believe and then he only just got his big move to Wolves but I think if he was to stay at Wolves for a bit more have the the seasons that he's having at the moment, get a bit of trust in him because he has been one of the main players this season, then there's no doubt that he'll get another big move in the future. Yeah. How old is he? 23, 24? He's not old at all. No. And... Yeah, like you said, he's got a lot uh, a lot of future ahead of him. And I think taking that jump now 
it isn't going to benefit him. It's only going to halt his progress. Especially to a team like City as well. Yeah. I feel like, like I said before, that they base their style of football on people that are completely different to him. So let's rate this one then from uh, one to five. One being it's never going to happen and five being it's basically dead uncertain. Um, although we're not keen on the transfer, what are you rating it in terms of potentially happening? There is no doubt that City need to bolster their squad a little bit for next season. In that position, I'm not too sure. So I would probably say a two out of five. I think I'll agree with you there. I was I was edging between two and three, but I think if any team is gonna be swooping in for him, um and getting and Tori getting that move, it's gonna be abroad. I yeah, think Spain 100%. is a good option for him. A high a higher placed team in Spain is probably where I can see him at next. And so I'm gonna give it a two. I mean it's not impossible, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I agree with you completely there. Should we jump straight into the next one? Yep, next transfer. So the next one we've got on the list is Timo Werner, who has obviously been banging in the goals for Leipzig and currently as of today's date, he scored a hat trick last night, didn't yep. he? <laughs> so he's definitely the man in form. Uh, the team that are linked with him, there's many teams that are linked with him, but the the main interest is Liverpool. How can you see this one going? Do you know what this one's been spoke about for a while now, hasn't it? And it's definitely got some uh, background behind it. Um, in terms of whether I think the transfer is a good one, for Werner, yes, it's getting to the English Premier League, which is where a lot of people want to be. Um, it's a higher... In my opinion, it's a better league yeah. than a Bundesliga. Um, but for Liverpool, I don't see it suiting their style, you know. When you look at they've got Firmino right now, and then you look at Werner, it's completely different players, completely different strikers. And there's no doubt that Liverpool need another striker. You look at their bench and, of course, Origi's done you know, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, he's done job, well. But when you're a club like Liverpool and you want to be winning everything, you look at City, for example, when Aguero's injured, they've got Jesus coming off the bench. You know, they've got Jesus starting for him when Aguero's injured, sorry. And that is... And then you go to Liverpool and it's like, well, if Firmino's injured, you either have to make a makeshift striker or you play a league and the level's just not there. So I do believe that Liverpool are interested in Werner. I do believe that that's a position they need to strengthen in. But do I think Werner is the player they should be going for? No, not in my opinion. Everything you've said there is pretty much spot on. For example, like, Firmino brings that whole different style of striker to their Liverpool team. Like, he isn't a striker, but he isn't a midfielder. He's that false nine, isn't he? And we haven't seen a good false nine like that in a while. But... Werner's completely different. He likes to play on the shoulder, getting behind. He's very, very pacey. So he he changes that whole front line for Liverpool, which isn't a bad thing if you're thinking of someone to bring off the bench. But is Timo Werner someone that you want to bring off the he's bench? He's too good to be bringing off the bench. And, and I think Werner will know himself that if he's going to another club, he wants to be the main man. He wants to be starting. And, um, yeah, and if he can't get that at Liverpool, he'll have no problem going somewhere else. So I'm not too sure. Whether that means something's going on with Firmino, I'm not too sure. But I've not heard anything about no, Firmino going anywhere. I think the Liverpool fans love him too much. Yeah, so they? in terms of if Firmino's still there and, you know, if they are bringing in Werner, I'm not too sure it's the right fit. Um, however, I am going to rate it a four. I think the interest that 
Liverpool shoning in for a while now. There's a reason why that transfer rumour keeps coming back up. I do think they're interested in in him. I do think he's probably interested in going there. They are, you know, uh, European champions. They're absolutely Best killing. Team in England at the yeah, moment. absolutely killing it in the Premier League. So I'll give it a four. I would probably say about the same, just because it seems like there's not many teams that need that striker like Liverpool do. Not saying that Firmino's a bad striker, but he's not the out-and-out striker. It seems like their main goals come from their wingers. So maybe bringing in that another striker isn't a bad thing. The only problem I have is where does it leave players like Firmino in their team? Like I feel if they were to sign him, it could be change, they're changing their whole system, which yeah. seems to be working so well for Liverpool at the moment. It, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but... I'd probably say a four as well. Yeah, so we we think that transfer It'd is very likely. It'd be interesting to see if it does happen, yeah. what Liverpool do for next season. 100%. So we'll jump straight into our third one on the list, which is Rabio, who is currently at Juve after um, going from PSG on a free transfer, wasn't it? But it's not really worked out for him there, has it? No. So he has been linked with a number of clubs um, in the Premier League, but the club that's come out today is actually Everton. So, what's your thoughts on that? Everton always managed to get these rumours about these big Hollywood players, don't they? Which, as soon as you hear, like, when you hear Ravio to Everton, you're a bit like, how the hell are they going to pull that off? And a bit like um, Gomez before. You're a bit like, how the hell are they going to pull that off? Moise Keane as well, actually. I was surprised they went and got him. Yeah, exactly. But they always get linked. Him being a good fit, potentially. I don't know if they need that another midfielder with a bit of creativity because they have got Gomez. I know he's just come back from an injury. But is that, a, is that a person they need? I think the link is more for the name for Everton. Yeah. Because I feel like now they've got the, the manager in Ancelotti, who's a big name. Uh, they've got Richarlison. They've got Gomez. They've got OK Defence. I feel like getting linked with someone like Rabiot is more for the name, not for actually if, if it's going to bolster their team do you know what I mean yeah I agree and I, I'm gonna say the same as you to be honest in the fact that I don't think it's a position they need no. when I look at Everton I think midfield over the years they've been having their main transfers as midfielders well, it's not their strongest position but no but they've got a lot of bodies in there I think yeah. they're gonna have to get rid of a, a few fair few of them if they're gonna want to bring Rabio in will he start for them I can't see why he wouldn't. If he brings the form that he had at PSG, he starts for them. Yeah. Um. But it's the same as you. I think they've brought in a lot of uh, European talent in terms of, you know, they've got Mina, they've got Gomez, they've yeah. got... Um, Digne. Yeah, Digne. And I just think Rabia kind of fits the same name bracket as them and that's why he's been linked. Like these main players who are once like linked yeah. with every club. Done well, off a bit. gone to a big club and it's... Not worked out, not saying that Pierce, you weren't a big club, but Juve's a different I can definitely, ball game, isn't I can it? definitely see Rabio moving from Juve because Juve, yep. they always seem to pull off these free transfers every single season for Ramsey, for example, yeah. and then move them on for a, like, a big chunk mm. and they, of they, money. Yeah, they, they play the same players, to be honest, and you've got to be um, on your A game to kind of budge the team they have, isn't it, at Juve? They've got a star-studded team. So we can see Rabio moving, but whether it's to Everton, I'm not too sure. It would be interesting to see. Mm. However, I am going to rate that a two. I'm not saying it's impossible, but do I think it's going to happen? 
not too short. You tra- Everton are going to have to do some movement in the transfer market for me in order to bring Rabiot in. I agree with you in that sense too, but I think that maybe there's a there's a player later on in the list for Juve that is moving on potentially. I think that could have a big part if Rabiot was to stay or go. So I would potentially just say a two for this one. Yep. Uh, so for the next player we've got, we've got Josh King of Bournemouth, who last season was the main man for Bournemouth. This season dropped off a bit. I don't know if that's because of Bournemouth's form in general, because they had a lot of injuries, but he's got links with Spurs. Yeah, do you know what? I can see this one happening, Ben. Um, In terms of Spurs, you look at their squad and you think, what do they need to improve on? And every season for the last two, three years, you'd probably say they need a better backup striker. Harry Kane has, has, you know, shown that he's not capable of finishing a season. He gets injuries every single year. And for those one, two, three months that he's out, they're having to put Lucas, Son up front. And when they have had a striker, it's just not worked. They've gone with a completely different style, someone that's less mobile, someone who's kind of been around the block. And I think Josh King kind of brings in that new energy that I think Spurs are lacking. Um, And in terms of when Harry Kane is there, what a great sub to bring off the bench in the last 10 minutes when Harry Kane's tiring. He took the words exactly off my lips there. There's no doubt that the kid's got the ability because he's been scoring goals for Bournemouth. And Bournemouth are a contending, I'd say contending team in the Premier League. So it shows that he's got the quality. Is Spurs the best option for him in sense of the best team in the Premier League that are going to go after him? Because I know Man United were linked for him for a little bit. I would say Spurs is probably the best opportunity for him because there's not many teams out there that need a striker a backup striker apart from probably Spurs Man United that's probably the two that I think off the top of my head but back up to Harry Kane it just sounds perfect doesn't it it just sounds like a bit of pace in behind or it's a bit inevitable when Kane does have that injury for a month and a half or something instead of playing your makeshift wingers up front and going on that little bit of a drought. Josh King will definitely do a job, won't he? It also allows Son and Lucas to continue playing wide, which I think is massively beneficial to Tottenham. It means they won't need to change their formation. It means they can literally keep playing their same style, but just swap Harry Kane for Josh King. And I think that's a lot better for Tottenham rather than this whole makeshift thing that they have to do. You know, when Harry Kane's injured, everyone knows that Tottenham are going to go through this bit of form where they dip, results start, you know, going in uh, the opponent's favour. And I just think when you have someone like Josh Keane to bring in, it kind of makes people, you know, oh, okay, we're playing Spurs, but just because Harry Kane's injured doesn't mean we're going to get results. No, I agree with you completely there. And think about this as well. It brings that whole different dimension because at the moment, Tottenham do only have the one and out out and out striker. They did have Lorente last year. He was a bit of a slug, wasn't he? He was mm, a bit just didn't a, really work, did it? No, nah, but when they did lose him, you could tell that they were very very short in that department. But bringing in a striker that's proven in the Premier League, he hasn't proved it in big competitions, but he could learn that from the likes of Harry Kane and that. He just brings different attributes than what Kane does, that he's got the pace, he's got the power, do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, do you know what? If Josh uh, Josh King is happy to play kind of a bit part at a big club, um, then I'm sure this transfer is is almost dead on certain. Would as well. Yeah, I think Bournemouth wouldn't have too much of an issue if the price is right in letting him go. Um, So I'm going to rate this one a four. But that's a four going on a four and a half for me. It, it all depends. If if the price is right and Josh King is willing to be a bit part player, I think that transfer is almost dead on certain. See, I would probably go a three, possibly three and a half, just because Spurs do always get linked to these type of players and it always seems to fall through. Yeah, so I c- do agree there. I personally think that it would be a really, really good fit for Spurs, but if they could get the fee in place and agree everything and actually... Complete the transfer is a different question. Yeah, well, I agree. Uh, so switching to a player that might be coming to the other side of London, which is Akadi. So he's currently at PSG on loan, but his parent club is Inter Milan. Uh, PSG have just had a bid rejected um, for their main man. And it looks like Chelsea are linking around. Chelsea always seem to get linked with these types of players, so don't they? They, they always, do. It, like the players that are in the top five leagues, like with their best strikers, do you know what I mean? They always seem to get linked with them for a big, big chunk of money. And then if they do sign them, it never works. So this is a weird one for me. Is Icardi going to fit in at Chelsea? I don't think so. I think what Chelsea have got going on at the moment with their building a young core, bringing in English. I think that's the route that they have to go, especially with Lampard anyway. And I think he believes in that system as well because he did, in parts for the season, he did get the Chelsea team playing some good, good football with Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount. So I think going back to the old Chelsea and just signing players for fun for 50 mil, not working, okay, we'll sell them for 20 mil. I don't think that route, is needed anymore. 100%. I think they've got a good, strong, uh, youthful English core about their team. And I think it's been working well. You know, with the manager that they've got in Lampard, he's given trust in the likes of Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham. And I think it's just worked. If you were to go and bring in um, a foreign player like Akadi, I think it's going to ruin the whole system they've got set up there. You know, if you drop T- Tammy Abraham because you've got you know, a card that you bring in for, I don't know, 60, mm-hmm. um, 70 million, whatever yep. the price tag is, that's going to knock his confidence. And what if that Akadi doesn't work out? We've seen it before with Morata, where it's yep. not really worked. Um, and then you have to bring Tammy Abraham back in. Is he going to be the same player? Is he, his confidence going to be not? I just, I, I don't see it working for Chelsea. Um, I have no doubt that Chelsea have an interest in them because like you said, this is a transfer that, Screams, screams Chelsea. Chelsea, but I think Acardi fits PSG a lot better than he fits Chelsea, and yeah. I think he he'll probably want to stay at PSG as well. I think he's enjoyed his time there. Oh, he's um, been in top four, minutes. Yeah, so I have no doubt that Chelsea have interest in them, but I'm not too sure on this transfer. I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, I agree with you in that sense. With the realisticness of the transfer, it's definitely up there with a four. With it actually happening, I'd say it too. Yeah, 100%. Should we go on to the next so one we'll then? So we go into the next one, which is actually Arsenal's Aubameyang that has been linked to PSG. I know he's been linked to a number of clubs after he's come out and said that he's a bit frustrated of not winning. But PSG is the main one at the moment, the front runner. 
yeah, when I heard this transfer, I was a little bit... I didn't know whether to believe it or not. Now, I have no uh, doubt that clubs abroad are interested in him, but if we go back to the Akadi thing, surely it all depends on whether they get Akadi or not, because I can't see them going in for a Bamiyang if they've gone and spent 70 million on Akadi. Mm, I agree with you. It's, you can tell from a Bamiyang that he's a bit frustrated and not winning at Arsenal and actually push him for where he wanted to be. When he was at Dortmund, he was challenging and he was in the Champions League and he was like their main man. But now he's in an Arsenal team that don't really know where they are. They're rebuilding, they're slacking a bit, their manager's a bit topsy-turns. I would say, however, he is the star at Arsenal. Oh, there's no doubt about that. That's why um, he's been given the captaincy. And he is killing it. He is putting up the stats. He is banging in the goals. But I can't see him moving from Arsenal. I think the press have taken what he said a little bit out of context. And they've made a bit of a lazy link. And just linked him to every big club in Europe. So I know he was getting linked to Chelsea and teams like that as well. I can't see so... if he If he does move, it, has, it will be abroad, in my opinion. And... I don't see it being PSG. No, the only way I can see Aubameyang moving from Arsenal is if he personally comes out and says he wants to leave. Because if he comes out and says, look, Arsenal just aren't giving me what they offered me in the first place and challenging and winning titles, and then I could see him going. Because he is, he is what, 30, 31 now. So he is. He his prime is going to start. Yeah, he's the wrong age of thirty, isn't he? Yeah. And so if he wants may, to win, if he wants that one more big move, maybe to win a Champions League or something, now is the best time. So personally, I can't see this happening at all. So I go a one. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go a two just because I think there is interests in Europe around Aubameyang. Um but the PSG thing for me, it all depends on Icardi. If they don't get Icardi, I can see them swooping in for a Bamiyang. But yeah, I mean, a two for me. I'm not certain on that one. I'm not sure. It all depends on everything else that goes mm-hmm. on in the transfer world. So next one up is Ousmane Dembele, who has been, let's say, unlucky <laughs> at best um, at Barcelona. So he's been linked with a move away to Juventus. But this one's interesting because it's actually a part of the Pjanic deal. So Barcelona are interested in bringing in Pjanic. Juve have basically come and said, you can have him, but we want Usman Dembele. However, they want to firstly have him on loan with an option to buy. Is so that on both parts? So Barcelona get P- uh, Pjanic on loan as well? Or? No, Barcelona get Pjanic... As he is, they buy him. They want Usman Dembele, but they want him on loan. And I assume that's because they want to test how we're yeah. doing the league, his injuries, all yeah, of that. if he can stay fit, which has been yeah. the main, main issue for him at Barcelona. He's been very unlucky on the injury front. There's no doubt that the kid's got ability. He was tearing it up before he got the move. There's a reason why Barcelona paid 100 plus million for him. So, I, I can't see Barcelona doing this. I... When you're spending 100 mil on someone, there has to be that potential. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think they're just going to let him go for someone that's on the wrong age of 30. I think that is an awful, awful deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get the link in terms of, like, if you think about the clubs, it, it's a, Barcelona want Pjanic, so it's a good deal for them. 
Juve obviously wants someone in return. They're looking at Dembele thinking he's not in and around the first team at the moment. Mm -hmm. He's had a lot of injuries. So they're probably just testing the water here. I mean, I can definitely see Barcelona getting Pjanic and I can maybe see Juve taking Dembele on, on loan. But this initial deal... But this deal as one... No. Not, no. Uh, for Definitely me, that's a not. one. I, d I don't see that happening. I don't think it is really a good deal for anyone. No, it doesn't benefit either part of it, does it? Like, Barcelona would be losing out on a lot of money and a lot of potential. There's no doubt that if Dembele sorts out the injury front to his game, he's a world-class player. Yeah, and they can get a lot of money for him. So oh, I can't 100%. see him doing it the cheap to Juve just because they want Pjanic. So as individual deals, um, yeah, I can see it happening. As a whole package, one. One for me. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah, I'll go for a one. So for the next player on the list, we have Justin Cliver of Roma, who has been linked to Arsenal. What do you think about this? So I believe this is a swap, isn't it, with Mkhitaryan? Yeah. Um, so in terms of that sense, I can see it happening. It's a no-brainer yeah. for Arsenal's front. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the only issue in this deal is do, our, uh, do Roma sorry, want to part way with Clivert? Mm. You know... They they have had Mkhitaryan on loan. He's done all right, hasn't he? He's to done be fair, all right? Yeah. Um, but... I think that's the league for him. Mm -hmm. uh, or that that is the kind of league for him. I can see if Roma want to make that permanent, Arsenal will want to do a bit of haggling, and I think that's where it comes in with Justin Cliver because they look at Roma and think, who can we have? Who is who's going to help our similar team? Similar position. Yep. Similar. Similar. Well, not players, but yeah, positions. Yeah. So yeah, I can see this one maybe happening. The only issue with this deal is the Roma side of things. Do they want to part ways with Cliver for Mkhitaryan when they could probably get quite a bit of money for him? Yeah, I agree with you completely. There's no doubt that Mkhitaryan has done all right since he's gone to Roma. So there's definitely that bit of interest for Mkhitaryan on Roma's part. But for Cliver, who is probably their main potential start in that team and just letting him go to Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Just in a straight swap. I could see this happening maybe if there's a bit of money Some involved. Money, yeah, 100%. Because I know that Arsenal will probably be looking to get rid of Mkhitaryan because he's not done well since. But in a straight swap, it's a similar situation to a Dembele deal. I think Roma will probably be losing out. Yeah, I think that this is only really a good deal for Arsenal in terms of, um, you know money and everything yeah. but uh, I'm not too sure on the whole details of this transfer it just came out with that it was a swap if there is money involved my initial rating would be a three mm -hmm. if there isn't money involved one or a two I agree with you completely I could see I can actually see Clover going to Arsenal as a four because I think it would be quite a good fit especially with the rebuilding that I talked about, is it a position they need, especially when they've got people like Martinelli and people like that? Uncertain. But Clivert to Arsenal, it's definitely a transfer that they would do. So I'd say a four. But as this deal, no chance. I'd say a two max. 100%. Um, so number nine on our list is probably the man on everyone's lips, Haaland. So absolutely killing it at Dortmund. 
just got his transfer, didn't he, there? He did. Um, and he's been linked to probably every club in Europe. I think every club wants him. But, <laughs> yeah, 100%. But the main team on the list is Real Madrid. Probably the biggest and best destination you could probably go as a football player as well. So I feel like that definitely has a part in this transfer. Do you know what I mean? When When you think of a team that you want to go to, Real Madrid is definitely up there. It's like the Hollywood, isn't it, of football teams. But for Haaland's sake, he's only really come onto the scene for the last two seasons. So going to a team like Real Madrid, it's proved before with people like um, Jokic, Jokic, uh, that going to a big team quite young doesn't work. So in that sense, I would say... He's not ready to yet. A team like Dortmund is perfect for Haaland with their young core, their pace. They rely on the striker. There's not really a their backup striker. is uh, Paco Okafor, isn't it? Yeah. So there's no contention there who's going to be the starting forward. At Barcelona, at, not Barcelona, sorry, Real Madrid, you know that Real Madrid love Benzema. Even if Benzema's off form, he's always in contention for starting. So, personally, I would think he should stay at Dortmund for a little longer. Yeah, I think Dortmund's the perfect destination for him, like you said. I think his agent came out and said as well that why would he move to a big club um, like Bayern Munich, like Barcelona, like Ravager, to just sit on the bench. And it's true. He's at that time in his career now that he needs to be playing football in the highest European leagues um, week in, week out. He needs to kind of bump up his CV, in ter- mm-hmm. you know, in in football terms. You know, he needs to go out, he needs to uh, prove himself in Champions League, in, in yep. domestic league. And I think he's doing that. And when you were his agent, to be at Dortmund and absolutely killing it, yep. you're only going to make your transfer value even higher. So, and what would you say it is at the moment? It's got to be a world record fee, isn't it? I don't, yeah. I think him and... He's the most exciting player in Europe at the moment. are the yeah. two that everyone's talking about at the moment. And I don't think at this moment in time there's many better strikers in the world than Out and Alan. out, yeah. He, and he's got a, everything in his game, hasn't he? That's a big compliment to give to someone that's under 20. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's got a lot of interest and there's no denying that Real Madrid have probably scouted him in the same aspect that probably every club in Europe is. But do I think this one's going to happen this summer? No. I mean, I I can't see Dortmund parting ways with him just yet. Give it a year, and I think this transfer could be a 4-5. Right now, I think it's probably a 2. Yeah, I agree with you. The only reason I could see Dortmund actually letting him go is if a ridiculous, and I mean ridiculous, offer comes in. Yeah. Which they can't say no. But... With the next transfer we we're talk, we're going to be talking about. I won't give any hints yet, but if they were to let him go as well from Dortmund, that's their whole foundation to their team gone again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I would say, at the moment, two, but in the future, definitely a five. Hundred percent. So, uh, oh, go on. <laughs> right for the next one, another player that's on the radar of many, many teams at the moment and mostly getting linked to Man United is Jadon Sancho. Yeah, well, he has been in the press um, in terms of a transfer away from Dortmund the whole summer, ever since he's been really killing it at Dortmund. He's been linked back to the Premier League. 
Uh, I know it started off with Chelsea, now we're at Man United, and I wouldn't like to see him go there, to be honest. Do I think the transfer has something behind it? Yes. Do I think Man United is the best place for Jadon Sancho? No. No, I agree with you completely there. I think I could definitely see him going to Man United. If it's this season, I'm not too sure. Depends what money they're offering. But it's just a whole saga, isn't it? Like one one week it's oh, Jaden Sancho request to move. The next is why would I want to leave? It's it's like we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. There's no doubt that Man United do need that winger because at the moment they've got a lot of players that are for example, like Rashford, who are halfway between a striker, halfway between a winger. So getting that out-and-out winger, who is prove, proven for, what, two two seasons now? Yeah, Not... gives the freedom to Rashford as well yeah, to oh, go 100%. and make that striker position his own. But yeah, I going to Man United, I think, is near enough certain now. I think there's been so much behind it. I think Man United is the place that he's probably going to go. I know he's uh, he's close with a lot of the United boys as he well, is, which yeah. probably helps him in terms of picking his next destination. Um, he probably looks at Chelsea and think, um, again, there's someone else linked on this list that we're not going to say, but if they bring him in, then I can't see them getting Sancho. They've also got Pulisic. They've got William. They've got Pedro, that... I'm not too sure if they're keeping at the moment, but but mm-hmm. still they've got Pedro at the moment, so I can't see Chelsea being a good destination for him. Um, and then you look at Man United and the other teams. You know, don't City haven't been linked with getting him back. No. Can I see him going to Liverpool? No, because you know Mane and Salah are gods at Liverpool. Aren't they, they? Like, it would mean they'd have to get rid of one of them. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at England and think where could he go? I think Man United is probably. The team the where he would excel the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to give this one a four, nearly a five, just because I think, I think my heart is more, I don't want to give it a five <laughs> because I don't want him to go there. But yeah, if, if he's going to go back to England, United is the place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I agree with you. Four and a half, I would say. So let's go on to the player that I was going to talk about then, which is Philip Coutinho. So he was his parent club's Barcelona. He's been on loan at Bayern Munich, and he's done all right to be fair to him. Yeah, yeah he's come I don't out. Know why there's so much hate towards mm. him? He's come out in the press that Bayern Munich aren't really too keen on making that move per- permanent, um, which is same could be said about a lot of their loan deals actually. Um, so he's been linked, obviously, to a, a move away from Barcelona and he's been linked to Chelsea, along with a few other clubs in England, but Chelsea mostly. Um, how are you rating this transfer? I could see it happening in the sense of what other teams are there that would be willing to take him. And I think Chelsea is the, the perfect club that is, you know, they always do take the chances and spend a lot of money on these types of players. So in that sense, Chelsea, yeah. But it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because he's, there's no doubt that the guy's got the quality. But is the links between Liverpool and the Premier League, is that going to hold him back? Or is Barcelona going to give him another chance? Because... He does get into that Barcelona team when he's in form. He does. He's just not a fan favourite there, is he? And, and when the crowd in Barcelona get on your back, I think it turns the hierarchy there. 
I really do. I think that, you know, if the fans don't take to him, the hierarchy think, Christ, we've got to get this boy out. And um, he hasn't dealt with the pressure very well, I don't think, at Barcelona. You've seen him when he's been subbed off. He's he's put his head down and he's not shown great um, character because I know you have to have a strong backbone out there in Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of shut his haters up by going to Bayern, being, doing well. his game. He's done very yep. well. Um, and he does deserve, I think transfer away from Barca because he, he doesn't deserve to be sat on a bench mm-hmm. um, he's too good we saw how good he was at Liverpool we've seen again in, in Germany how good he can be and of course there's going to be interest um, from Europe's there's giants. not many better people in that position when mm. they're in form so. I just think the one with Chelsea with the, the issue I have is that they're going to have to get someone off the book surely because with their I know they've got they had their transfer ban. They've probably got a bit of money saved up. But, you know, like we said, they got William, they got Pulisic. Mm-hmm. I think William will have to go, in my opinion, yeah. for Coutinho. Which he has been linked away. Yeah, for Coutinho to be brought in. Whether that's a swap deal with money in terms of William goes to Barcelona, because I know he was linked. Oh, I'd bite their hand off. Yeah, <laughs> I know he was linked last uh, transfer window to Barcelona. So whether that's cash and William for kind of like a two-in-one deal for Coutinho to come to London, I'm not too sure. But um, I think this is a 50-50 for me. I'm going to give it a three because I think the interest is there. Coutinho is more than likely to move from Barcelona this summer. Um, do I think Chelsea can financially afford him? I'm not too sure. Um, I think maybe it will be a loan to start with yeah. and then a buy. But, uh, yeah, I'll give it a three. I think it's a 50-50. I think a lot of things will have to switch. Obviously, if Bayern decide they want him, then I think he's more than likely to go to Bayern than Chelsea. If Barcelona decide they want to keep him, then I think Chelsea would have to pay a lot more for him. So I think if he's available and Bayern don't want him, it's a four. If, you know, there's uncertainty, more a three or a two for me. I agree with you completely there. Another thing that he needs to take into consideration as well was when he was at Liverpool, his best form was when he was the main player, when everything had to run through him. It's one of the main reasons it hasn't really worked out at Barcelona because he's kind of a bystander to people like Messi, the Suarez. I've seen it with Griezmann, to be honest. I'm a massive fan of Griezmann. Yeah, and that's I a prime example. Yeah, yeah, and I wanted him to come to Barcelona because that's, that's my second team, you know. Um, But he's not done great. And it's because he was doing so well at Atletico Madrid because he was... He was uh, Star player. Yeah, yeah well, I was trying to say the big fish in the small yeah. ponds. <laughs> Something like that, isn't it? Um, The saying. And he's come to Barcelona, obviously Messi gets all the accolades and and some players can't deal with that. You know, I think Suarez and when Neymar was there, they accompanied Messi perfectly. Well, they don't mind letting people like Messi take the limelight, But I think with Griezmann, it hasn't worked. Coutinho hasn't worked. Dembele hasn't worked with injuries more than performances, but it hasn't worked. Um, So I think you've got to be a certain type of player to live up to the limelight in Barcelona mm-hmm. and I, I just don't see Coutinho really having a future there to be honest No, so bringing me back to what I was trying to say was I feel like a team like Chelsea wouldn't be the best fit for him because he's also not going to be the, the main player there do you know what I mean? So going to a team that is a little bit less off maybe I know that he's been linked to a lot of teams in the Premier League. For example, I know he was getting linked to Liverpool. That's off the books. 
Chelsea, I would say. Arsenal as well. Arsenal, yeah, I was just going on to. And Wolves as well. Do you remember? Was it Wolves? Yeah, Newcastle if they get a takeover. (laughs) I feel the best for his career is if he goes to a lesser team. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do. But to be honest, I don't think Chelsea are the, the, the force they used to be. And I think no. he'd be the biggest name at Chelsea. Yeah, especially if they carry on with this English bread yeah. thing and then having a star. So yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think he needs to be the star man. But I don't see many stars at Chelsea. No, I agree with you. Just thinking going through their team now, I was just thinking like they haven't actually got a lot, have no. they? <laughs> so I would say maybe a three. I don't think Chelsea, but I think he's definitely got a move away from Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, so for the next one, staying with Chelsea, we've got Kepa, who seems to always have a mistake in him at Chelsea. He gets a lot of slack. He's actually been linked to Valencia. Yeah, I saw this one as I was writing it down to talk about in the podcast. I thought, Christ, that's the first I've ever heard of it. Um, I get that. Chelsea are in the market looking up the Ajax keeper. Yeah, or Nana. Yeah. So, obviously, if they want to bring him in, they can't have someone like Kepa on the bench. Too much money. To be honest, his value in terms of transfer is probably too high. I know he hasn't um, painted himself in glory at Chelsea, but he's still got potential there. And just because it hasn't worked for Chelsea doesn't mean it won't work somewhere else. We've seen Mm -hmm. a lot of keepers struggle. Um, in the Premier League, and so I get the link. He done well in Spain prior to go- coming yeah. to Chelsea. Maybe he is well, not maybe he is Spanish, so maybe <laughs> he wants to go back to Spain. Um, so I get the links, but again, I think it's lazy journalism. I think the fact that they spent what was it seventy eighty yeah. million on at the time, yeah, it was the highest paid, yeah, eighty million on him. They kind of have to make that transfer work, in my opinion. They have to stick with him. They have to show confidence in him in the same way that Man United showed confidence in David De Gea yeah. um, when he first came in and, and the first three seasons, he was a bit shaky. So I think they just have to stick with him. I don't think just because it's not worked, uh, you have to chuck him out the door. It's not been that long. And for a Spanish keeper, how many have we seen worked in the Prem? Not many. Um, so I'd give him another season and a bit at Chelsea and then maybe they might start looking somewhere else for someone. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure if he'll go to Valencia, to be honest. So I'm going to give that one uh, between a one and a two, I'll be yeah. honest. Just to touch up before I give my view on that. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to potential for goalkeepers, it's very, very hard to judge the keeper on their potential because... They might have all the potential in the world. You see this from um, goalkeepers that come from the academies. But if they have a bad game, then that's them done. Do you know what I mean? They don't really get many more chances, apart from people like De Gea. That is a prime example of a, a goalkeeper that had a little bit of bad form, but they stuck in him and trusted him. And it's worked out for Man United. Will are Chelsea the type of team that are willing to do that, especially considering they spent so much money on him. Yeah, I do get that. I think there's there's two things here. You either you either give him a few seasons to get his feet under the ground, or you have to get rid of him now. I think while he's still young and people still see the potential in him, you can kind of recoup what you've yeah. you've 
spent on him, the longer you leave it and the longer he tarnishes his transfer value, the less money you're going to get from him. You see uh, Man City bringing Bravo. It didn't work out. His transfer value is near to none now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, where realistically they could have probably got a bit back from him because at Barcelona he made a name for himself. He was good. He he actually kept uh, kept to get to Stegen at the mm-hmm. team, which we see now to take. I can't say his name. To Stegen yeah. um, is you know probably top three, if not top goalkeeper in the world yeah, right but now. It doesn't take a genius to see that uh, Kepa is not doing great you know what I mean statistics yeah. don't lie in the Premier League he's in like the bottom five for every stat in like shots I don't know shots how they were isn't it that shots he's face or let shots the most per in or goal something, or something yeah. like that and he's at the bottom of all of them and when you're a team like Chelsea who meant to be pushing you can't be outscoring teams to concede that many goals Do you yeah know you I mean? basically have to realize that you're going to concede at least one goal a game oh, and 100%. so you're going into every game thinking we'll one nil down to outscore the team yes. which i know is the purpose of football anyway but you don't go into games thinking okay we're, we're going to concede 100 so you have to have faith four. in your goalkeeper and and we see it at the clubs at the bottom if you if they've got a bad goalkeeper they could have a great team but if they've got a bad goalkeeper that's the reason they're down there um, so to invest in a keeper is one of the most important positions, in my opinion. You look at the, the top three, four in the Prem at the moment. Goalkeepers um, are set, Goalkeepers are, you know, some of the best in, in the world. Uh, you've got Alisson, you've got Edison. Um, I'm not a big fan of Loris, but at the, a few years back, mm-hmm. quality keeper. Um, Leno, who is yeah. doing amazing for Arsenal. Uh, Rui Patricio at Wolves. All these keepers... Um, that not being funny, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd, I'd want them in my team instead of Kepa. 100%. So, uh, still, I'm going to stick with a two because I'm not sure about the yeah, Valencia. I can't see it happening at all. So um, one. But I think t- they're going to mm. swallow their pride a bit, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. I think they'll go out. down that route in terms of we'll give him another year, see how he does. If not, try to recoup some money. Yeah. Uh, I think if they was to sign another goalkeeper, it would be a backup keeper to kind of potentially... Push him. Take, take his position in the future. Yeah. Because I know at the moment it's Caballero, isn't it? And I yeah. know he was keeping Kepa out of the team. So, yeah, before we talk about that anymore, I'd say one slash two for now. And so for the last player on the transfer rumours list that we've got here is Havertz going to Bayern Munich, which seems like every player that does well in the Bundesliga goes to Bayern Munich. Yeah, do you know what? I think this is, again, lazy journalism. Um, I think there's no doubt that, again, like Haaland and like Sancho, that a lot of European giants are looking at him. He's absolutely smashing it at Bayern Leverkusen. He scored another two goals the yep, other day. Yep, um, He's a young talent. He's German, of mm. course. So um, there's no doubt that Bayern are probably looking at him. But I think one place they don't need is midfield. Mm. Um, like always, you. I mean, I think they always seem to bring these midfielders I know, in. I know Havertz is like striker slash midfielder, isn't he? He can yeah. play either one, but either or. Yeah, um, more attacking, isn't he, midfield? Yeah. But still, they've got uh, Muller, who's come back. You know, he stepped um, back from maybe that striker to like the, the cam centre-forward mm-hmm. role. They've got Goretzka, they've got Thiago. So they've got a lot of star-studded uh, attacking midfielders. Um, and I just think, I don't know whether he'll fit in there right now. 
I think a couple of seasons more at Bayer Leverkusen or at another club. Um, I could see him at Bayern because of the German and they'd love to bring in the best German talent. But, yeah, I think lazy journalism, in my there opinion. There was another team that was linked to him as well, just to throw in that quickly, which is Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool yes. Liverpool have been linked for him for a long, long time. And I know Jurgen Klopp has come out and said that he does admire Havertz. This is a weird one if he was to go to Liverpool because, like you said, at, um, not Leipzig, uh, Leverkusen, he has been playing as a striker slash second striker. He can't play that at Liverpool. Mm. Would he drop down into centre midfield? And with Liverpool's centre midfield, they're all centre box mid- to box. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Which I don't no think Havertz is. He, he's an uh, attacking midfielder slash second striker, isn't he? Um, and so it has to be that Firmino role if he's going to Liverpool, mm. surely. Um, because like you said, with the midfielders, they're all uh, very... They do defensive, they do attacking, but then they're not... Uh, defensive midfielders yeah, or they're attacking. They're not limited to yeah. one job on the They're pitch. all the, you proper centre mids, and I agree. I think um, going back to uh, the Timo Werner transfer, I just think it's changing Liverpool's style. And unless they they you know they've got something up their sleeve that we don't know about, I don't know if it fits their style of play. And I'd like to see him play week in week out. You 100%. know, uh, he's, he's a talent that I enjoy watching. Um, and I wouldn't want to see him move to a big club to just sit on the bench and be a bit part player. Mm. So um, with the Bayern link, I'm going to give it a two. I think it's lazy journalism. Do I think Bayern have an interest in Of course, he's German. He's um, an up-and-coming talent. Why wouldn't the biggest club in Germany be looking at Germany's biggest talents? That's obvious. They they have a history of doing that. Um, but I don't think he'll move this summer. I think he needs at least another year of proving his not his worth, but proving that he's still a top quality player and deserves that big money move. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a two. I would say, in the sense of the realisticness of him going to Bayern Munich, that's definitely a four because you've seen in the past with players from the Bundesliga clubs going to the best Bundesliga club, which is Bayern Munich. Yeah. It is always happens so i could see that happening but see it happening soon no i think there's another club before he makes that jump so that's actually everyone on our list for today if we've missed a transfer rumor that you want to hear us rate make sure to comment it down below if you haven't already like subscribe share and follow us on our social channels the links will be in the description below thank you so much and we'll see you next time Thank you.